Welcome to the Little Cala Podcast. This is episode 44. People come in for what they're ready to receive, mm-hmm. which sometimes is difficult. So a lot of times people come into me for a specific pain, um, but I know that there's more to life than just pain. Only about 6% of your nervous system actually deals with what you feel and the rest is how your body functions. Welcome everyone back to the Locala podcast. I am your host and a writer for Locala magazine, Taylor Strickland. And here on the couch with me today, I have Dr. Brooke Silverhorn. But before we get to interviewing her, if you like our content and you would like to see more, don't forget to like and subscribe. Welcome, Dr. Silberhorn. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. We are excited to have you. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, I am a chiropractor here in Ocala. And in addition to all of that, I recently uh, was um, certified as an intuitive life coach and am also learning some other mind-body psychosomatic healing methods. So lots of things happening. (laughs) Very interesting. How long have you been interested in the life coaching? Um, Well, I have worked with life coaches in the past myself um, and coaches, business coaches in general. And about a year ago, around this time, I had a woman who I knew uh, interview me and she just said, listen, you're super intuitive and I think you would be a really great fit for my intuitive life coaching certification. And so I went through a six month program and um, graduated officially in the end of March. And it's, um, you know, I'm just kind of like stepping out into that now in addition to my chiropractic practice. Oh, very nice. What does an intuitive life coach do? So life coaches in general um, basically guide a client to find the answers for themselves of the solutions that they need. And an intuitive life coach um, also uses their intuition to assist in that process. So um, sometimes a coaching client will say something. And for me, I, I feel a lot in my body, um, which is interesting. I'm still kind of learning, you know, to listen to that. Um, but sometimes it's just a, a, like a ping in my head that says, uh, stop there, talk more about that. Or maybe they're not being honest with themselves. Um, or even just something that I'm supposed to say to them that will help them shift their focus. Now, I will say, as a layperson, I don't know much about <laughs> chiropractics, but from what I understand, it kind of seems as if they complement one each other. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, the view that I take of chiropractic is that the body is self-healing and self-regulating. So my job is not to fix you, but to actually remind your body of what it's designed to do and help assist your body in healing itself. And so coaching for me is the same way. It's like, I'm not here to tell you what to do, but to point you in the direction, ask you questions so that you forge your own path in whatever it is in your life that you're wanting to create change in. Did you always think that this would be where you ended up when you were younger? 
I don't think I foresaw all of the things that I'm doing today. Um, but I've wanted to be a chiropractor since I was in seventh or eighth grade. And I grew up going to chiropractors. So it's been part of my life from a very early age. So I knew that I wanted to do that. But as far as the coaching and some of the other things, uh, that definitely didn't, it wasn't like part of the big plan. It just has been an evolution. A lot of what I do in my life is largely because of my own healing journey. And um, that basically stems from I was diagnosed with thyroid cancer in 2014. And I chose to use natural healing methods to heal. And I feel like my healing journey continues today. And so I just am like, oh, this has helped me. This has helped me. And uh, I basically use those things to inform how I work with people and help them in their healing journey. So what did you do when you had the thyroid cancer? Um, some of the things that I did were juicing, um, liver detox methods, supplementation, a lot of mindset work. Mm-hmm. Um, and that has evolved over the years. So it's, it's kind of like, what haven't I done in a way? But um, what I didn't do was have my thyroid removed. And um, I didn't do the, the typical uh, radioactive iodine is what they typically use for thyroid cancer. Um, I didn't do those things. And nine years later, here I am. Were you a little bit nervous? Did you think maybe it wouldn't work or... I mean, there's always fear. Um, There's always a little bit of anxiety whenever you do something that's outside the norm. Um, And there's still moments where I'm like, what if? But I've realized that you can't can't live your life in the what ifs. You have to um, do what resonates most with you. So in the early days, um, actually... It started between being told the possibility of thyroid cancer and actually getting the diagnosis. Um, I sat with myself. I talked with my husband. I prayed a lot, um, talked with other family members and um, healthcare practitioners who have been on a similar journey prior to me. Um, And I just had to take a step back and say, what is it that I truly believe about how the body functions and how it heals? And for me, again, like I said, I believe that our bodies are self-healing, self-correcting, self-regulating. And so to to stand in that and um, basically work with the body to optimize health and function so that it can appropriately heal in the way that it should was the best path for me. And that's not for everyone, but it was for me. Did the seeds of this sort of holistic type healthcare model start when you were younger? Because I know you said you were in and out of chiropractic, things like that. I would say so. Mm -hmm. Though growing up, my my parents saw chiropractors even before they started getting us as kids adjusted. Um, and it was primarily for like pain and symptoms and not necessarily a wellness lifestyle like I use it now. 
But I think the chiropractor that my parents started seeing when my mom was pregnant with my younger brother really had a, a major influence. And um, so supplements and we would go see him maybe once a month or if there was a snowstorm and most people were canceling their appointments, my dad would call up and say, got any openings? And he'd pack us up. <laughs> one time he worked for a utility company. So one time he actually loaded us up into his bucket truck and drove the half hour <laughs> in a blizzard to get us adjusted. I mean, we still would go to the medical doctor for certain circumstances, but a lot of times when we were sick, we went to the chiropractor. Um, if we had an injury or things like that, you know, barring fracture and stuff like that, we would go to the chiropractor first. So a snowstorm, you were not in Florida. I was not in Florida. I grew up in Iowa. Okay. And I went to chiropractic college in Minnesota, practiced in Minnesota for a couple of years in Illinois for about six years. And then um, my husband, who's from Illinois, and I, we decided to move to Florida. So... Was it the warmer weather? Yes, and yes. <laughs> we we experienced a polar vortex winter that was sub-zero temperatures, wind chills in the negative 40s or 50s. My daughter didn't have school for a full week just because it was so cold. And we lived in a, a small house that was built in the 50s that was on a crawl space and not insulated and our bathtub would freeze the drain would freeze overnight it was <laughs> not pleasant and we just looked at each other and said we do not have to live here and so we we spent probably a year and a half to two years um determining where we wanted to move to and prepping our house to sell and all of that stuff. And we moved to Ocala in 2015 and love it. How has it been treating you so far? Really great. Yeah. Have you found that business is better here for your practice or is it more common up in Illinois? Um, I can't. Yeah, I can't say that there's ne necessarily like a huge difference between Illinois and Florida as far as business is concerned. When I was in Illinois, I was an associate, so I worked for someone else, which has its own set of benefits and drawbacks. Um, and I, when I was in chiropractic college, I always envisioned owning my own practice, but life kind of took me in a different direction when I first graduated. So when we moved down here, it was just, I'm just going to open and... I made a lot of mistakes and didn't know what the heck I was doing. <laughs> and I've learned along the way. And um, I feel like as I have grown as an individual through things like coaching and, um, yeah, self-work, uh, I have refined what my practice looks like because of how I want to show up in the world. When did you first open it? So I opened in the fall of 2015, a couple of months after we moved here. Again, um, made a lot of <laughs> mistakes starting out as far as I um, just kind of was like, hey, I'm here. But I really didn't tell people I was here. So it was trying just, to just had a building with your yeah, name on it. And you're like, you know, yeah, walk in. Just 
Yeah. So um, thank thank goodness for Toastmasters. I did join Toastmasters almost right away. And so some of those individuals were some of my first practice members. And now um, I'm in group a group called Nice Ladies, and that has been a, an incredible source of um, community and networking and uh, my ideal client <laughs> as well. So could you tell people who may not know otherwise what these groups are? Sure. Uh, Toastmasters is a group for public speaking. And so you go and they have different opportunities for um, impromptu speaking or prepared speeches. I have not been in Toastmasters the last several years because it just didn't work with my schedule. But um, it has been a really great source of building confidence for me in public speaking and, um, you know, looking back, like I didn't mind public speaking before Toastmasters, but I always had like just a lot of internal (laughs) turmoil, butterflies in my stomach and heart racing. And now it's just a a comfortable thing for me because of the work that I did with Toastmasters. And Nice Ladies is a networking group that was started by two local women in Ocala. And um, cool thing is they're actually looking to franchise it um, and expand nationwide. But um, we it's built on networking and um basically uh, supporting nonprofits in the local community. So they have two different levels of membership and the top level of membership has monthly meetings where they will have a speaker that talks about different things that are beneficial for business and um, personal empowerment as a business owner. And then also they... um, will have a, uh, a highlighted nonprofit. And part of the dues that we pay go to the nonprofit. Um, and then we also will collect donations. So this month, um, the nonprofit, we actually collected um, gently used or new purses and bags. And then um, items like you know, hand lotion and things like that to put in the bags to go to homeless women who are also experiencing domestic violence situations. Yeah, we've, you know, a couple months ago, we collected money and um, cup of noodles donations that we gave to the Rock program, um, which is for the local middle school and high schools. So, it's it's a really amazing group of women entrepreneurs, and I'm super grateful for them. I think a lot of people don't realize how involved their doctors, all of their doctors are in the communities. Mm. I know a lot of them have to practice giving speeches, and it's not just because of patients. <laughs> it's, not, it's not to prepare for that conversation you have in the room. It is for community involvement and things like that, yeah. mentorship programs. Mm. Yeah. What do you think – how does your – uh, mentorship and your community involvement differ from others? Oh, that's a, that is a, a tough question to answer. <laughs> I think one of the things that 
makes me stand out and it's something that I'm stepping into that is new is I I specifically love working with women. I have worked with pregnant women, um, women who are wanting to conceive, and uh, I love guiding women to align their life with their menstrual cycle, which is something that a lot of women don't even know. Like, hey, you're not only is your um, hormones different at different phases of your cycle, but your energy, your nutritional needs, all of those things. And uh, my new thing that I'm starting is to work with um, preteens and teens to learn that so that um, they can be empowered in their bodies. And so promoting, you know, body positivity, helping them to understand the shifts in their body. So um, it impacts relationships and how we how we just experience our world and that's kind of unique, I think. <laughs> yeah, that's a hard adjustment, I know, for a lot of people to understand that your, I guess, existence is cyclical mm-hmm. because of that. Yeah. A lot of people are not aware. It's good yeah. to get them young. <laughs> yes, yes. That is, that's the goal anyway, because, I, I mean, this is stuff I learned just in the last five years. I mean, I knew about all of the science of the cycle, but just that, like, mindset shift um, had a huge impact on me and I've just learned it within the last five years. And I'm like, man, if I would have known that when I was 14, 15 and, you know, how it impacted my own health that I don't get major cramps or, or major headaches and things like that. Like I used to. So could you talk a little bit more about that shift? Is it a situation where it's like, well, I know all the science and everything, and typically the way I deliver this information is in office, but there's a difference between that and guiding people in their lives, or was it something else? Um, well, I think just with the coaching aspect that I recently completed, I think that that has helped me in how I guide people differently. So in my practice, people come in for what they're ready to receive, Mm -hmm. which sometimes is difficult. So a lot of times people come into me for a specific pain. Um, But I know that there's more to life than just pain. Only about 6% of your nervous system actually deals with what you feel and the rest is how your body functions. So for me, I want to give more than sometimes what people are ready to receive. And so having different opportunities to um, serve people in a different way, like with coaching, developing this this program for teens, um, basically just allows me to serve in a way that feels more congruent um, and in a, in a way where I can serve more people than just what I can do from my brick and mortar practice. So, um, the goal is to really like impact them, um, even just beyond like the city of Ocala, that's where I'm starting, of course, mm-hmm. but it's a hard thing to want to give so much and then realize that not everyone's ready to receive it. 
Yes. How many people are you coaching right now? Um, currently still in the, like, putting myself out there phase. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had anyone interested or how do you usually deliver what you're doing to people? So um, some of the things that I'm doing are just putting myself out there on social media. I am um, partner coaching with one of my fellow classmates. So we are continuing to hone our skills with coaching. And and then um, I'm going to be launching this program for teens. So it will be part teaching, part coaching um, via Zoom. And, um, and then also having classes that I do in person here in Ocala. That's one of the other ways that is kind of in the process of putting my services and coaching out there. I know you said that you have a daughter. I'm mm-hmm. not quite sure how old she is. Is it a situation where she's like, yeah, I get a free life coach? Or is it, mom, I don't want to, I don't want to be involved. <laughs> yes. So I have two daughters. Mm-hmm. Um, one is uh, 16 and she definitely is the, I don't, I, yeah. <laughs> I don't <laughs> want my mom to help me most of the time. She pushes away a lot. So um, I just use a lot of the coaching questions that we learned through the program without it being like, I'm coaching you. <laughs> without it being, without her going, mom, I know what you're doing. Yeah, I know what exactly. You're doing right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is really great. I mean, um, I think going through the coaching program has actually helped me to be a better doctor as well because I ask questions differently. And um, again, people will say, oh, I have, you know, this symptom, this symptom, I want that gone. But they're not thinking about all of the other things that are contributing to those symptoms in their life that maybe they need to discontinue or, or start doing, um, to change it. And, um, coaching questions really cause them to reflect and, um, lead them on the path instead of me saying, this is what you should do. And, you know, some people just don't receive that. Like they don't necessarily, if they're told to do something, they're not going to do it. Whereas if they come up with the idea, then they're more likely to create that change. One of the other services that I offer in my office that's a little different um, looks at the whole body and what sources of stress are contributing to dysfunction in the body. And I will be totally honest, in Almost 17 years of practice as a chiropractor, I can without a doubt say that mental and emotional stressors are the biggest source of dysfunction in the body. And to help people to create that shift in their mindset um, is probably one of the biggest aspects of healing. Mm -hmm. It has been for me, 100%. Could you give us an example? For instance, if I came in and I was saying, oh, my shoulders hurt or I'm having this pain in my neck, how would you approach the problem? So obviously I would, we would talk more about um, your health history and if you've had injuries. Um, But then also we talk about 
you know, what your diet is like, what your stress levels are like. Um, do you love your job or are you, are you, and are you sitting in front of a desk for 10 hours a day or doing repetitive motions? So we do want to find out those things. And, and then obviously, um, do an exam, but then also questions that I ask are, um, you know, a lot of open-ended questions to get you to think like, okay, so what do you think is the primary cause of this pain that you're experiencing? What do you think would be helpful for you in this, in addition to what I have to share with you about chiropractic care? And I, I know that you mentioned that, of course, you use your expertise to mm -hmm. figure out these questions. But as well, you said that there is this intuition that you have mm -hmm. within your body that you help that helps guide you. Mm -hmm. Can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. Intuition is something that I'm still learning and kind of feeling into. Um, but sometimes it's just... Uh, yeah, it's hard to explain, but it's just a feeling that I have to say, oh, there's more more to the story. Um, I'm trying to think of a really good example. but Is that what usually prompts you to ask more pointed questions yeah. about people's lives? Is you're yeah. like, hmm, there seems to be something else there. Yeah. I know you mentioned that you speak with your colleagues. Specifically, you spoke with them about your thyroid cancer, mm -hmm. but I'm sure you speak with them about this as well. Do they usually follow their intuition? I would presume after. Some do. Okay. Some, some, I mean, chiropractic is very broad in um, how people approach things. There's hundreds of different actual adjusting methods. Um, so some are very, you know, structural in their approach. Um, and others, like myself, are more... Um, working with the tension and tone of the spinal cord versus the actual vertebrae. And so a little bit more energetic based. And um, so I think there are some chiropractors, it's like, this is the way that it's supposed to be. And then others are like, um, that doesn't feel right. And the difference Sometimes it's hard for the lay person. I mean, I try to be very open in my communication on social media. And even when I do a consultation, I will tell people the technique that I utilize is not your traditional popping, cracking kind of technique. And, um, and yet, even though it's gentle and low force, people get really amazing results because we're tapping into your body's inherent ability to self-correct. Was there anyone that you affected the most change for or you changed them or helped in a way that surprised you? So this is an interesting circumstance. I had a woman, she was pregnant. Um, her mom met me through networking in town and she came in to see me and I explained, you know, okay, this is a different technique. Um, some people feel a lot in their bodies. They'll feel energy shifting from one part of their nervous system to another. Um, other people don't notice major changes right away. And it just will gradually Im improve over time. Um, but we went through the whole process. I adjusted her. And I could tell by the look on her face that she was like, I didn't feel anything. This lady's crazy. 
uh, that didn't do anything. But we set up a follow-up appointment where I would explain to her the results of her testing and make a recommendation. And she came back the next day and she said, yeah, I really didn't think that that did anything. But as I was driving away, I called my mom and was talking to her. And as the words, I don't think that did anything, came out of my mouth, I turned to check the traffic and my whole spine reset itself. And so sometimes it's little things like that. I've had, um, I had a baby that I saw, I think he was like four months old at the time, had difficulty turning his head and difficulty breastfeeding. Um, so I adjusted him, I, I believe three or four times over the course of the long weekend. His mom said after the first two visits, she said, I just have to thank you because I didn't even really want to be with my baby. Now we're enjoying each other. And it was just like I hadn't even adjusted the mom, but because he was more connected in himself and was sleeping better and eating better and all of those things, like it impacted their relationship. And that's why I do what I do. So the clients that you have are, or the patients that you have, they're very wide because usually when I think of someone who would go to a chiropractor, I would think of someone who has like long form issues or someone older, but a mom and a baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, your nervous system controls the function of everything in your body. And the first trauma we can have to our spine and our nervous system is uh, when we're born. So to have a baby checked after they're born is uh, a first way of making sure that they're functioning 100% optimally. Um, And things like torticollis, where they can't turn their head, breastfeeding challenges, um, colic issues, things like that are really great signs that there's a disconnect between the brain and the body. And yeah, so chiropractic is broad range in how it can impact someone's life. Um, I personally love working with couples who are trying to conceive. Um, The nerves that go to your reproductive organs can be interfered with. And so getting adjusted, making sure that all of the other aspects of a, a healthy lifestyle are on point impacts your ability to conceive. And, um, and then pregnancy is the other favorite thing that I do. So, um, making sure that women not only have a comfortable pregnancy, but, um, that their body is well prepared and, um, moving properly to be able to give birth effectively. So are those your ideal mentees that you would do for your mentorship program is say, for instance, people like that lady who's having a hard time connecting with her baby. Of course, you solved that one problem, mm-hmm. but maybe you could have continued outside of that, or is it totally separate? Um, no, I would say working with women mm-hmm. in coaching is is my ideal like way that I would approach things. And then also the, the teenagers in that program is the other. Um, I feel like if you can impact someone earlier in their life, then it just 
changes the trajectory of our entire society. And, um, and really honestly, because I work with couples in preconception health, like working with teens is a long-term game for me. Um, cause I know teens are hard. I have one, um, <laughs> but impacting a, a teenager's, um, how they how they view life, how they view health, um, their menstrual cycle, everything impacting them early on um, will impact then their ability to conceive. And what we know from epigenetics, which is how our genes respond to our environment, that we can create change in how our genes express themselves. And it's literally like flipping a light switch on or off. So if you're choosing a healthy lifestyle, you're getting adjusted, eating a healthy diet, um, supporting your body with specific nutrients that it needs to function optimally, um, mindset work, exercise, all of those things. Uh, you can be a healthier person, but then that passes that healthy gene expression on to your future child. And that is literally creating a healthier world, which is so exciting for me. And then immediately it will be creating a healthier Ocala, which is why yes. we're very lucky to have yes. you. If anyone, moms, parents, teens would like to join your program, where would they find you? So they can find me um, on the majority of the socials, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, um, at Thrive Chiropractic Ocala. And my website is thrivewithchiro.com. Great. Everyone, please be sure to check out Dr. Brooke. And thank you so much for being here with us today. And thank you so much for being with us here today, Dr. Brooke. We're very lucky to have you in this town. Thank you. We're glad that Illinois in the snow chased you down here. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> and everyone else, thank you for joining us today with Locala Magazine. Once again, I'm your host, Taylor Strickland, and a writer here at the magazine. We'll be sure to put all of the necessary links in the description so you can find Dr. Brooke. If you want to learn more about us, please visit us at www.localamag.com and thank you again. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Locala podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please go ahead, like, share, and download. Your support is truly appreciated.